welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today I have on Jeff Schiller from M&K Renovations, and he's going to talk about one of his hobbies, which is bowling. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> so I met Jeff through one of my networking meetings, and through a conversation, we were talking about hobbies, and he was talking about how um, he bowls on Monday nights. And so, me personally, it's not one of my fortes. Maybe it's just because I'm not good at it or getting myself practice, but I am. I'm a gutter bowl person, so. <laughs> good for you. You got to put those bumpers up, Jess. Uh, yeah, I, I do a lot better with the bumpers for sure. <laughs> so tell me about bowling. So you have a league. You meet every Monday. Tell me what it's all about. So so you want me to start with like how it began? Sure, that, tell that, me that, how it began. So uh, I don't know if you remember the movie Kingpin. That was, uh, came out in like the late 90s, 96, 97. Um, and uh, I, I went to see it with my parents. I was probably like 14, 15 at that point. And I got really like, I got excited. I was like, oh, I want to go bowling after that. That movie kind of got me excited. So, so we went bowling and uh, um, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. And that was around the time when my parents were like, getting a divorce. So my mom was like, I'm the prowl uh, trying to find another guy. Um, and she happened to meet the manager at the bowling alley there. And so every day after school would be an incentive for both of us to go because I enjoyed bowling and she wanted to court this guy. And, um, and so, I, I, you know, I went every day after school and uh, he obviously wanted to make a good impression. So he gave me free bowling games all the time. So I was like, oh, cool. Take advantage. And I practice, practice, practice. And I love bowling. And, you know, wh- whoever says that, right? You know, you, you, <laughs> in high school, it's either like football or baseball or um, for sure. uh, you know, some other some other sport no no one ever says uh yeah i'm, I'm a bowler or I'm a bowler yeah but I, I was that guy <laughs> but after after a few years i'd say i was probably 17 and i decided that uh you know i was good enough to start bowling competitively and so i did and so i started um bowling in, in tournaments you know at this point i was already in leagues i think i probably bowled five nights a week wow so it was it was, it was serious but I joined the, uh, uh, the tour. I had, I had a decision to make. It was either whether I should go to uh, school, like collegiately, uh, to, to, for a bowling, um, uh, you know, join a bowling team for, for a college sport uh, or, or go professional. I decided to go professional. So I did that at 17. I, I kind of toured the, the country, which is fun at 17, 18. Oh. And, but that kind of put my, you know, going back to school on hold. So I did that for a few years um, made some money. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and, and after I had that stint of, of kind of bowling professionally, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't good enough to be like top, top. I mean, I placed in some tournaments. I never was on TV for bowling, but I, I did compete in all those, the, 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 the bowling, uh, tournaments that you see on TV. Uh, yeah. I was always competing in those, in those, uh, those tournaments. But, um, after a while I just said, you know what, this is, this is better off recreationally. And I went back to school. Um, so I bowled pretty much like four or five days a week, uh, for a long time, really long time. Um, all the way until about 2012 when I decided I wanted to go back to grad school and I kind of completely gave up bowling. So I didn't have time to work full time and and go to school full time. So then about four years ago, you know, originally from Jersey, I moved down here four years ago and I had some time to, um, to actually bowl again. So I looked into some leagues around this area and this area being like the Delaware County uh, area. Um, I found a league that, that suited my needs and I, and I joined it. 
And now I'm just bowling one night a week, and that's on Mondays. Um, and it's a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, bowled last night. I uh, didn't, didn't do too well last night, but this year, um, you might you might see you know it, it, it may sound crazy, but I'm I'm carrying a 250 average. So that's that's currently that's going to slowly wow. go down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but throughout my career, I've probably averaged around 235. Oh wow! Uh, collectively, I have a, a lot of 300s. Um, so that's that's exciting. I know a lot of people are like. That's their like bucket list. They want to. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I want to bowl 300. You bowl 300, but like in the bowling community, it's really not that. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you do another one. Cool. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I expected it from you, <laughs> but um, that it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's a fun hobby. And um, it, it's, it's not so much a job anymore for me. It's fun. Um, but I know it's supposed to be de-stressing. It sometimes becomes stressful when I don't meet my personal expectations on how well I think I could have bowled. So if I don't hit average, I had a bad night. And a lot of people who, who think, well, 250 average, you know, people don't even bowl 250 game in their lifetime. And I'm averaging that. And I bowl 240. I'm upset about it. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, it's all relative, but uh, I have high expectations for myself. And so when I don't meet them, I get stressed out. So I need a de-stressor from my de-stressor uh, <laughs> uh, activity. So if you have any ideas. You know I do. <laughs> well, first, I want to go back to a little bit because it's, it's quite an interest. There's always, it's always fun to hear how people get started because it's always that one little thing. And for you, it was just that, oh, my mom needed to go out. She found a way to go out, and I got to go along with her, and then it turned into a passion. Um, which is so cool how it's just those little things that turn out. I'm assuming your mom doesn't talk to him anymore. No, no. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you continue the fashion, which is great. But that's so cool. And um, I know you said you got it from a movie, but I don't know. You, I mean, no, I'm a little bit younger than you. But the movie I thought about when you're talking about bowling in high school, there's like a Disney movie that talks about bowling. It's one of, of those sports. Of course, of course it's a Disney movie. <laughs> there's a Disney movie. I'm going to have to research it now and <laughs> send it to you. But no, so yeah, like you said, most people are doing football or baseball, or that's like the common, right? But you still found passion in something else, and you still stuck with it. I think sometimes people might push against that and go, oh, well, everybody else is doing football, everybody else is doing basketball or whatever. And so you were like, no, this makes me happy. I'm going to continue doing this. So I think that's so awesome. And then just you traveling. So tell me some places that you traveled because of bowling. Vegas, Reno, uh, uh, Akron, Ohio, Syracuse, New York, Florida. Uh, there's a bunch of different places that I went to. Um, can't really name them all, but they uh, they they were uh, they were either my dad took me driving, or we flew out there to like Vegas or Reno, whatever. When it's on the West Coast, um, had a couple I had a couple ones in in uh, L.A., um, but they're like big big tournaments, national national tournaments. Um, I do remember though, there was one time in in that Akron, Ohio uh, tournament. I bowled with a guy uh, who's actually from Langhorn, nationally ranked, one of the best in the world now. He ended up winning that tournament. I came in seventh. Um, but I remember bowling him. And I was like, oh, this guy's never going to amount to anything. Uh, I won't say his name, but he's, he's, he's a big-time bowler now. Um, and sure enough, he ends up winning that. Then he ended up going to college, one of the best colleges in the, in, in the country for bowling. And now he's one, one of the top in the world. So wow! A, yeah, so you never know who you're going to meet in your travels. So in the bowling community, it was a big deal. Um, if I say his name, you wouldn't know who the hell he was. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he's, he's like a big deal. So I was like, yeah, I bowled with him. And, uh, and people were like, oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the best now. I was like, I didn't think so then. That's so like, funny. Yeah, I really had a shot at it then. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So you definitely meet some pretty cool people, though, too. You know, it's definitely, um, it's probably a different uh, environment or experience than when you meet somebody at a football game or a baseball game. And not knocking them. I love going to games like that. But I'm just saying it's probably a little bit different environment for sure. Well, it's it, like those big sports where, like, you know, people make millions of dollars a year and they're, you know, they're part of a team that 50,000 people in the stadiums watch. They become a bigger deal just because, obviously, for branding. Um, oh, for sure. You know, uh, like that, that's just the nature of how it works. Uh, in the bowling community, people don't really get excited when they meet like the best in the world. Um, you know, in the in the bowling community, either they, they they do, but outside the bowling community, they're like you can see him, you know, walk down the street, you wouldn't even know who the hell he is, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, I've met the best in the world. I've I bowled them. I actually, you know, was trained. I I, I trained with uh, one of the best in the world's coach way back in the day. Um, and if I had continued down that path, who knows where I would be? Um, yeah. But I found it to be not, I didn't have the, the necessary uh, traits to allow myself to live off of a competitive salary, right? So I don't know going into next year whether I'm going to make uh, $150,000 or $22,000. Oh, wow. That's a big difference. Right? Yeah, because it's all predicated on whether you win or not. Oh, okay. And okay. there's really not much sponsorship money in bowling that you get sponsored and you get, uh, you get basically put on their payroll, but it's not like what you think. It's not like Nike signs a deal of $50 million for Tiger Woods. Right. Uh, right. Brunswick might sign a deal for you and you get free bowling balls and equipment for, for that year. Yeah. So that's, you can't support your family on that. No, no. So it's, it's difficult to, um, to, to kind of uh, live a life that way. And I did for a few years, but then I realized I was like, I need something as a backup plan. Oh, for sure, right? Some guys, um, Some guys do it. Most of them, though, have secondary income. Most okay. of them have jobs. But it's tough when you're traveling the, you know, the country three, four days out of the week. You're bowling in a tournament, sometimes five days a week. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, you need that kind of flexibility. Yeah. So what does – um you talk about, like, those training coaches, and obviously that's in every sport. So what does training for bowling look like? Like, what do you – what do you practice? Like your throw? Is that a thing? Or what's the, what's the training look like? Well, if you ever heard of um, uh, talent is overrated, it's a, it's a book. I, I forgot who it's, who it's by, but um, essentially it's uh, it, it says that, you know, practice it's practice makes perfect. Um, and no one's born with the ability to do much of anything. You're naturally this uh, um, disposition to, uh, to be better structurally or naturally at possibly performing that, that task, but that doesn't make you good. Right. Um, when they say, no, that person's athletic, it's not so much that they were born that way. They practice their ass off. So in bowling, there are uh, certain, I, I guess, uh, things that you have to practice. That's not even about bowling. Right. Cause if you think about it, bowling, just like any other sport requires a lot more, um, traits and, and, and a lot more, um, I'd say characteristics, than just throwing a ball down the lane, right? And it's similar to golf. It's similar to baseball, right? Um, you have to get your core engaged. Um, you have, like, you're, you're bowling 23 to 20, 30 games a day. Um, that's really difficult on a lot, a lot of your body. And so you have to be mentally disciplined. You have to be physically prepared. 
um, you, you have to make sure that you, you know, you're, you're, you're healthy, right? Um, you have to make sure that you're in shape. Um, there, there's the training is not just about throwing the ball down the lane. You, you practice fundamentals. You practice um, your, your swing speed. You practice hand positions. You practice, um, you know, reading of the lanes very much like in golf. You read the greens, you know, that's a skill wow. in itself. Um, uh, you, you, you practice uh, uh, ball speed. You practice, um, you know, um, you know, your thumb position throughout the, the, the you know, your release. Uh, you practice your approach. Um, you, 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 you kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, go back and forth with, with, you know, what works for you. And that's a big trial and error, you know, process. Um, and then once you get to that point where like, all right, you've become elite and you're up there with everyone else. What, what, what's the differentiator between you and that other guy, right? It's all mental. So you have to sure. prepare. So a lot of people who, who are in that, that top echelon, um, meditate a lot. They, they bring their, their heart rate down, you know, in, in stressful situations. Yeah. Um, they can, they can eliminate distractions easier. Uh, they can, um, you know, bring themselves to a calmer state than someone else that, that, you know, cause once you start letting things get, you know, affect you, that affects, you know, your, your physical form. Right. So, uh, that's what, and then they always say that I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm bringing up a, a, a different sport, but Tiger Woods, for instance, in golf, you know, he's great. Is he physically the best? Perhaps not, but he's mentally the best because when he gets in the situations that, um, that that's, it's either uh, him or the guy he's playing against, he's going to be the best one because he can make that, that, that um, pressure putt. He can eliminate all the crowd. He cannot get distracted. You know, and, and it's, you know, if you, if you ever watch his documentary, um, he goes into uh, the ways that his father prepared him for stressful situations. Like, hey, this putt's worth $3 million or this shot uh, upcoming is worth $15 million. Mm-hmm. Or you have millions of people watching you and, and going crazy and you have this 30-foot putt that you have to make in order to win the tournament. Like, how do you do that? You can't put yourself in a situation like that without preparing, right? Right. And not be affected. So it's similar. It's very similar. And that's any professional sport on a high level, uh, you know, kind of requires you to be, you know, mentally prepared. So I think a lot of it has to do with that. I couldn't agree with anything you said more than what you just said. So I love everything you just said. So super quick on Monday nights. Do you, I know we kind of touched on it because I want to put it back off what you just said. You said, you know, it is a stress reliever. So I want to start there and then we'll kind of go into what you just talked about. But do you feel like, you know, having bowling, having that consistency, having knowing, okay, I know I'm going to bowling on Monday. Does that kind of help with your structure, your schedule, releasing stress? Do you feel like it kind of puts it all together? Oh, yeah, because I have a good time and I'm with friends and I'm hanging out and I don't drink personally while I'm bowling. But people do. Um, I find that, that anything that affects my, uh, you know, abilities or capabilities, um, I try to eliminate. I'm very superstitious. But that, <coughs> that also comes in the, the you know, uh, years and years of, of, you know, connecting, hey, this happened because I did this, or that happened because I did that. And so I have a very, very structured routine. I eat the same thing every Monday. <laughs> I, I have the same, you know, preparation. It has to go in order. 
I have to do this. So I have to, and, and getting into every single one. And that's the only thing that I'm like that with is bowling. Everywhere else, I can give two craps, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's just bowling because I know that I do, if I do something wrong, I want to know it's me and not the system, right? So it's, it's, very, it's very strange, right? Um, how, how that, like, how I'm like that mentally. But, um, you know, if I'm like, let's say preparing for a shot and there's a guy on the left and a guy on the right of me and they're waiting because, you know, technically you're not supposed to be bowling next to, you know, people who are, who are bowling, you know, you want to eliminate that distraction. Um, if he's ready to, to throw the ball and I come up and I'm ready and he looks up, over, to me, over to me and he says, you can go. I said, nope, you're first because you got there first. Yeah. And if I go first and I allowed him to dictate my shot and I mess up, it's his fault. I don't want that. He's got to go. He's going first. Because then if I go up, then the system has not ruined me and I ruin the shot. That's my fault. Gotcha. Does that gotcha. make any sense? Sounds like a control thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say that. Yep. <laughs> That's probably... a whole other stress topic we can get into. <laughs> All right, right, right. And so say, you know, somebody like me, probably bowled like three times in her entire life, mainly at like kids' birthday parties and things like that. If I said, you know what, this sounds interesting. I know you said you started young, but is it realistic for somebody as an adult or, you know, just to kind of get started in bowling without having any bowling experience, prior experience? Yeah. Yeah. It was never too late to start. I started golf late in my life. I wish I started earlier, but I, I'm, I'm now hooked on that too. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. If you want to start bowling, uh, I would definitely highly recommend it. Um, it's it's not something that you can easily like drop everything else and do. It is pricey. Uh, it does require time and effort, but it's also about your expectations. What are you looking to get out of it? Are you, are you, you know, you just want to go recreationally twice a year. Do you really want to get good? You want to join a league eventually? You know, so it's it's really all about expectations, and then you have to set those realistic expectations for yourself. So if you want to do a league. That's great. I highly encourage it. And there's leagues for people of, of all different skill levels. Uh, I'm in a league that's, you know, more on a high, you know, higher competitive uh, level. So I wouldn't recommend something, um, you know, someone on your level come in and, and just like start because that's discouraging for you. Um, uh, but, you know, you join a league that's like a mixed league, mixed meaning men and women because they have men's league, they have women's league, they have mixed leagues. Um, you know, that's, that's more of like a, just a recreational fun, you know, Saturday night thing to do. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, you get that team teamwork aspect of it. You get that, you know, you're hanging out with people for a couple hours, drinking, having fun, something to do. Um, I highly recommend it. It's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And you kind of touched on this a little bit throughout your um, conversation of like the mindset. And you kind of mentioned too of, you know, again, time-wise, we're not going to dive too much into it, but in the sense of, your system, your control, out the outcome, that mindset, all of that tied up into a little bow. And so you kind of talked about, yeah, bowling is a relief for me, but sometimes when I'm not in that right, right mindset or that control of the outcome, things like that, or those high expectations, I really kind of beat myself up and I carry that stress with me. And so that was going to be one of my next questions is, you know, what's the mindset, you know, that you have to have during bowling, which you kind of answered, right? Believe in yourself, being focused, not letting the environment bother you, but also, it's not bother you, but, you know, take uh, control of you. But also you mentioned um, other leisure activities. So sometimes bowling not might be it, but golf will be it, right? So trying to find those other activities I think is really important because I think um, 
not everything's going to work for everything, right? So sometimes meditation works for me, but journaling works for me the next day or having going out with my girlfriend works for me today, but going for the walk with my dog works better tomorrow, right? So just finding those, building more and more hobbies throughout is really important. So bowling, golfing, is there anything else you do? Bowling and golf. Um, yeah, well, I, I tend to, I try to work out as much as I can, but it, it's tough with my schedule. Um, I like driving. So I have a, um, I have somewhat of a collector car and, uh, I love taking it out driving. Oh, that's so cool. Putting the windows down and just kind of hitting the road. Uh, my girlfriend lives in Jersey, so she's an hour away. So I, I get that opportunity to take the car out and, and go there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I like doing the car shows. Car shows are fun just to look at and, and dream about having, you know, yeah. a six figure car one day. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that, that is a distressor for me too. Um, I like listening to music, uh, very musically, uh, you know, um, I, I like, you know, different types of genres and, um, um, I'll always listen like, like I, I just had to shut off Alexa, you know, for our always, yeah. podcast, <laughs> but the moment we get off, I'll, I'll put her on. Um, so yeah, so things like that, cool. uh, I do like hiking, going for walks, but yes. I can never just sit. Right. So I'm, uh, I'm always just constantly doing stuff. So yeah. I like it. Always, there's different balances in there. I really like all of that. Um, last thing we want to mention is MK Renovations. I would want to do a quick uh, shout out to that or you know, tell us how to get connected to you guys or what exactly you guys do so I can put all that in the podcast notes. Well, here's, here's something to round out everything that we've talked about. Yes. I joined MK Renovations because of bowling. And here's a funny story. Ah. So I told you four years ago, I moved to the area and I, I was looking for a bowling league. So I found one. It's in Spur, it's four lanes on on um, on Spur Road in Springfield. Yeah, that's where, that's where I found the league on Monday nights. When I joined four years ago, I got teamed up on the team, uh, and one of the guys on the team was the owner, or still is uh, the owner of M and K Renovations. And so I was down here originally for another job. That's why I moved down here. I moved I moved down here. I bought a house in Aston. Um, was working for this company in Concordville. And that didn't last. It lasted about two years. That about two years ago, um, I uh, I was still bowling my league, and I was I was I was talking to, to Michael, you know, the M and K Renovations owner, and uh, you know we were talking about, you know, I, I guess we never really talked about it before, but he was asking me like what I did, and, da, da, da. and he didn't realize I had my grad degree, uh, and then I was uh, you know director of operations for a company in, in Concordville, and so he decided he's like, hey, I'm looking to grow this company. Maybe you can help us out. I was like. What a great opportunity. So, uh, you know, make a long story very short, I ended up joining MK about two years ago because I was on the bowling team. If I hadn't joined that bowling team, that bowling league, whatever, you see how, like, the system. I was just about to bring all that together. Yeah, say it. <laughs> yep. Um, I would never have been here. So, anyway, so I joined two years ago, and I'm, I was a corporate guy. I worked in corporate for all my life. I started off in 07 working for Bloomberg, uh, the, the financial company up in New York. I, I was there for eight years um, until about 2014. I, I joined, uh, you know, I, I, I went back to grad school and, uh, and then I did a number of jobs in different capacities since then until I landed here. And I can, I can honestly say that working for a smaller company is, is a lot more rewarding because you see your impact. Uh, you see the fruits of your, your labor, uh, in other words. Um, and, uh, you know, you work with more of a tight knit kind of family and uh, you can see, it, I, I see more of my skill sets and my education being utilized in this capacity than 
I could in, you know, more of a larger organization where you kind of get, you know, thinned or diluted out from just being a number in an you know, organization. Um, and, uh, and, you know, there's not much red tape, not much bureaucracy, politics are at a minimum. So it's, it's good. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's where we are now. So, <laughs> but to, to plug M&K Renovations, we're a home renovation company. Uh, we strictly do residential, but we do some commercial, like, like commercial jobs. Um, and we do pretty much everything that you can think of because we're, we're a, a, a GC. So we do a full service GC company that does mostly just because of the nature of it, kitchens and bathrooms, but we do a lot of bigger jobs like additions, um, basement renovations, garage conversions, that kind of stuff. And smaller jobs too, siding, roofing. I can't really say it on BNI, but um, yeah, I, I do, we do that as well. That's so cool. So Super Nutshell, um, so obviously first, thank you so much for coming on here. But obviously, you know, I talk about hobbies and things like that, but what I always really try to point out is those small little chances that you took on yourself and how they actually become bigger, right? So yeah. taking that small chance, like, oh, I'm going to join the bowling, bowling league. Okay, boom, the connections you made and just taking the chance on bowling when you were in high school instead of following everybody else. Like just really focusing on what you need and want and following that through and taking those small through chances as you go. I think uh, it really shows throughout your story. So I really appreciate you um, talking about all that. No, but- thanks, Jess. Appreciate it. This is fun. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Uh, thanks so much for being on here. I'll put all the MK notes in the podcast along with everything else I'm going to do. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Jess. Thank you so much for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please leave a review about today's episode. Subscribe to upcoming episodes. They come out every Tuesday. Or follow me at Journey to Yourself 101 where you can see upcoming workshops or online courses that I have going on. Or just shoot me an email at jessica at journeytoyourself.net.